Thought we'd uh, thought we'd start this episode off with a little fun uh, exercise called what? A little sex exercise, if you will. All right. What's it called? Yeah. Um, it's called. I just saw it on TikTok and <coughs> do it. Yeah. Do so, it. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called do it. It's called. I just saw it on TikTok, so we're gonna do it. All right. So pull okay. up your phone. Okay. Go into your music on Spotify. Your like songs. Okay. Hit shuffle three times. So go to your like songs. Like songs. So hit shuffle twice, and then on the third time, I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it. So shuffle play. Yeah. Hit it again. Shuffle play. Then don't hit, uh, pause. Yeah. Okay. And I go back to that screen. Go back to like the. Okay. Yeah. The first song that comes up. Um. When you hit shuffle. Yeah. Is going to define your love life in 2020. Okay. Okay. The second song. What defines it though? Like the title or like the mood of the it? Title like, okay. And the mood. Okay. You, you know what the song's about. Like the, the whole thing. Okay. The second one. So the first one's your love life. The second one is your success in 2020. Yeah. And the third is your 2020 as a whole, just in general. Okay. So okay. hit it. First song. Now you got me hooked. Your love life. Now you got me hooked by... Against, against all, all logic. logic. Play it a little bit into your mic. Play it into my mic and tell me okay. about this song. T- wait, wait. F- full full dis- full disclosure. This is one of those songs that I've just liked the album because I was like, oh, I should check out this album. And then I like the album. And so it's then, even more fate-based. So this is like... Um, now You Got Me Hooked. I don't really know what this song's about. Well, so, yeah, I think the title says it all. Now You Got, now you got me, me Hooked. hooked. But uh, so, who's got you hooked? Well, I mean, my girlfriend, I guess. Speak up, project. My 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 girlfriend, my okay. girlfriend got wow, me hooked. Wow, your girlfriend got you hooked. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. So go back to the other screen. Okay. This one's your success. All right. Please be a song I know. Another one. Another one I don't know. Airstrip by Big Bedroom. <laughs> let's just let's just get no. That's get one your I success. Know. Play it. Play it a little bit. Play it into okay. my mic. Let's, right. let's learn about it a little bit. All right. My success is uh, it's a little jumbled. It's uh, it's experimental. It's uh, airstrip spelled S T R Y P. I'd say your success is ambiguous. It's yeah. definitely modern. Yeah. Is this a successful it's, it's, band, Big Red moder- Machine? Um, I think that's it's like a it's like a Bonnie Ver project. Oh, so your success is like a side project. <laughs> I guess so. One of my side projects okay. takes off. And your 2020 okay. summed up as a whole today. Okay, please be a song I know. Soul Luna, Broken Social Scene. Is that just Sun Moon? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's pretty much been your... This this has pretty much been your 2020s a whole. The sun goes up, the moon comes. Or sorry, the sun goes down, the moon comes up. Then you rinse and repeat. And fucking six months later, now you're here. You know. Yeah. It's also just an interlude song. I love interludes. So. So your 2020s been an interlude. It's only like a. It's like a minute long. This song. Yeah. 2020. It's you know what? That's a that's a good metaphor. 2020 is kind of an interlude. In my life. Okay, should I do this? Yeah. Okay, this is my love life in 2020. What, uh, but you need... Bike wait, bike what? Dream by Rostam. Wait, did you hit it three times though? No, I think I, I fucked that up. I think you're supposed to hit it three times. Yeah, yeah. The first time. Okay. Is bike Dream. I, bike Dream. Do you, do you know the song? Yeah, I do. My love life's just been a bike dream, dude. People just ride me. <laughs> I think it's a gay guy, though. I'm gonna Google that. 
I think this is about a gay boy. It's a, it's about a gay boy. Maybe uh, 2020 you're questioning your sexuality. I'm waiting for the chorus. I'm pretty sure it's like, "Hey, boy," or like. <laughs> It's hard to really make out the lyrics. Two boys, one to kiss your neck, and one to... He's having a threesome, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So my 2020 love life is a gay three-way, and I think that's what he means by bike dream. I think it's a gay three-way. Mm, yes, uh, bike dream, another another way of saying gay I'd three-way. I'd say it's pretty accurate. I've had several gay three-ways this year. Yeah, so. yeah. Wow, this is actually. I yeah. mean, you know, like, you know, last week, me, you, and Kevin just just three way, three way, like big three way, yeah. So the, I'd say this has been surprisingly accurate so far. This is my success in 2020. What song is this? Panda by Designer. You know this one? No. Oh, you're gonna know it in a second. I get broads at Atlanta. Oh no, someone on Fanta. Yeah, okay, Panda. sort of. This was like the biggest song. Yeah, Rob doesn't know. Rob doesn't no, know. I don't really know it. Rob doesn't know. Uh, should I go behind the lyrics? Designer bought this beat and recorded the track at his friend's house. This is like the biggest song. You're out of control for not knowing that. So my success is, I think this was like a one-hit wonder. He sounded like Future, Mm -hmm. and it blew up. He absolutely blew up. And we haven't heard from him since. No, so... So so you're going to... But at least I'm going to get there. Everyone, (laughs) if Kevin didn't have his headphones on right now, I would ask him. Uh, Kev probably knows it. Everyone listening knows it. You're the it's, weird one. It, yeah, you know it, it's it's kind of weird because like I I feel like I have such a broad uh, you know knowledge of all the music that's out there, but then like these like sort of one off one hit wonders, huge song like huge TikTok songs or like extremely popular songs. I just don't know at all. And uh, like even like, like, like Jamie I, yeah. Jamie plays them all the time too. Like. I think I have a vast knowledge of one hit wonders and TikTok songs and Vine and, and Instagram. That's, you know, me and you combined together, we just we kind of know everything. So that's why we're two two halves of one brain. Two two peas, one pod. We equal one Elon. One, uh, you're 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 Elon. I'm Musk. You know. Yeah. So we, 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 we we equal one one Tesla. One. <laughs> you're definitely the Musk dog. <laughs> Um, okay. Wait, you're saying I smell, dude? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. Final one, my 2020. Oh. You know this one. Sticky Fingers, Sun Sick Moon, my goddamn favorite band in the whole fucking world, mate. Sun Sick Moon. Okay, like what is Sunset Moon about? That I feel like you'd actually know what it's about. I feel like it's like I don't know some sort of drug. Infused. Yeah, I haven't really picked apart the lyrics, but like Sunset, I don't know. Like even the uh, they don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's I I don't know. I I haven't really drawn any conclusions. Even the music video it kind of plays this interesting storyline between a like like a relationship. Um, it's hard to make out. I don't know. Sounds cool though. Yeah, I basically I'm a cool gay threesomer that's gonna one pop hit off. wonder. One hit wonder this year. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind that. That's pretty hip. I'll take it. Uh, you're on too many jams. It's a show about all things twenty year old. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that leave age, our age group lost and confused. M- many bigger podcasts would have shied away from that exercise um, because of copyright issues. Yeah. But, but you get to enjoy a small podcast that does not get copyright striked. Mm-hmm. So enjoy.
We get to do stuff like that. I feel like I feel like we're we're kind of Wayne's world. Yes. Don't tell your friends about us because we're niche and we'll stay that way forever. Yeah, and if you know, you know. We need a we need an outro song too. We need like a We you know what you know what we should do? We should hop back in the beat laboratory, make an outro song that everyone uh vibes with as well because then I could stop putting copyright outro music, but then then again, I love the outro music. That's like a fun exercise for me when I'm editing it up. I'm like, what's a yeah. cool like fun like do 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 you know like yeah like, like do 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 like huge song song everyone likes yeah 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 you know you know the vibes um let's give a shout out to our sponsors bottle rocket hair making this blonde hair pop making Robbie's <clears throat> hair pop um killer live D Clavasio bottle rocket studios bottle rocket dot hair absolutely tuned my dome up and tunes Robbie's domes up, if you know what I mean. Check her out. Check her she out. She does a great job. Does does my sister, all of our f- female friends, and a lot of our male friends. And uh, she's yeah, probably the best, like, in, best in the world. I, I should be getting kickbacks, to be honest. I think you get a couple kickbacks. <laughs> the amount of clients I've sent that way, just, you know. I should be getting kickbacks. <laughs> you get kickbacks. I don't get kickbacks. I don't get kickbacks. Uh, also, wrist and rye, buy jewelry, peasants, um, and true history brewing. Send us more beer, please. I'm thirsty. Yep. But you know what? Water, water's good. Water's good right now. Water, yeah, water's all right. Actually, right now I'm pretty thirsty. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. There's a, there's a few things, uh, few things going on. But uh, I wanted to update the listeners. I went pretty. You know, I went pretty heavy into uh, talking last weekend about our music video shoot and the super wonder boy who filmed it, the 21-year-old untouchable golden child of Toronto Media. Yeah. Uh, Steven Sinakis. Sinakis. Let's go. And uh, how he just kind of kind of flexed on us, you know? And he was doing gainers off the cliff, standing gainers. And I said, "Oh, did you get into them this weekend? Oh, did I get in? <laughs> did I get into them this weekend? Okay, let's just say I put on an absolute clinic. Did you? Eh? At my cottage, standing gainers, dialed, dialed, eh? Dialed, swag. You got swag. I, I, uh, like. Do you like lay out? Again, kinda? I think his were too pretty. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Are you, or can they be too pretty? Like." Why? Why you want a little like rough and tumble like well, okay. misalignment? I'll take you through the process, and you know maybe I can put a little. I'll, I have a video of me doing my uh, my initial tries. So if you want to be nails like me, um, I like, wait. Can I ask you one thing quickly? Shoot. When I when I came home, not too long ago, and I came into your room, and I asked you how was your weekend? Yeah, and. Uh, you gave me a very minimal response. Mm-hmm. Were you purposefully saving all the ketchup and stuff for right about now so you could tell these stories? And uh, No, you you already asked me how my weekend was earlier today when we were on the phone. Yeah, true. And we already had that convo and then you got home and you asked me how my weekend was. Yeah, true. And I was just like, but, but like I feel like you're saving the goods for the, uh, for the podcast, you know, tell some uh, stories. You know what? No. Okay. I would have told you. I just, it was on my list. So I just True. reminded myself to tell you. Uh, I kind of forgot that. For no reason at all. I just, that just came into my head. I just wanted to know. Yeah. So the progression. All right. Okay. What you're going to want to do is go on YouTube. Okay. And you're going to want to watch a 12 year old teach you how to do a standing gainer because they know Did it everything. actually help? Oh, yeah. Like, did he give you like sort of landmarks or like special moves to like help you get around and everything? No, I'm lying. It was useless. Kids know nothing. I watched this one 12 year old kid. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to teach you how to do a gainer in less than 10 minutes. And then he went and did a running gainer. Yeah. And I almost drove down to wherever he lived and I was talking with him to like punch him in the no, face or we, something. Oh my God. What? Sorry, whoa. Me, oh, whoa. We, me and you whoa. and me were just on like different oh. wavelengths there. Oh, I was going to say, hey, kid, you're still young. It's not too late. You can be cool like us standing gainer people. Do you want to end up like Rob? <laughs> Do you want to end up like Rob? 
Or you can end up like Steven, the golden boy, standing gainer, flipper. Yeah. Um, so, no, I went to the next video, and it was a parkour guy. There was nobody teaching how to do standing gainers like into water. Yeah. He was teaching him how to do them off a ledge. And I was like, well, you know, he's landing on dirt. I'm landing on water. Potato, potato. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you just got to- th- Did he do those ones where he would stand, do the gainer, land on dirt, and then use momentum to like push himself forward into a somersault? So that he like cushioned himself, cushioned himself. Like no, that's what just, they all do. He was do. just breaking it down. He was just like, "This how this how to do this one move, right?" <clears throat> so yeah, I watched that tutorial, and uh, I chugged three tall boys. Yeah. Um, and I put on a life jacket. Yeah. And I went up there. Yeah. And I hocked one. Yeah. It didn't go well. I'm gonna be honest. Life jacket help break the fall a bit. Yeah, I'd say so. Took okay. took it mostly in my keister. Wasn't wearing a life jacket there, but do you have a bit of an audience? Oh yeah, watching too. Yeah. I don't do anything unless people watch. It's like yeah, if yeah. people didn't see, did it really happen? Yeah, yeah. Um, second one, I got uh, uh, Jasmine to film it. Yeah. So that I could assess the game tape. Mm, that's always important. Mm-hmm. So ripped one, got it on tape. I didn't land. I landed vertical this time. Yeah. Smacked my face on the water though. Okay. Then, uh, then my friends rolled over. And I wasn't about to rip a life jacket on Gainer in front of them. Yeah. Uh, and then some kids started paddle boating in front of like some like tweens. Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> you got to show them up. Got to show them up there. So uh, I started hucking, I had a bit of an audience, started hucking these standing Gainers, uh, started nailing them. Obviously, it attracts a bit of a crowd. Next thing you know, these kids are up there trying to, trying to huck flips of all sorts. We got a little clinic going on. Wait, where? You invited the kids over? They were just like floating, floating out in their paddle boat like 20 yards off. Like, And you told watching them to the come flips. over? And I said, yeah. I said, you know what? You know, you <laughs> actually, was, I was pretty cooked. I was, I was like pretty drunk. I yeah, kept yeah. drinking. And like the boys that were rolling over were like just my favorite type of energy, which is like they neither know how to gain her. Yeah. But they will just, just huck like, the kids are your boys. No, like my boys. Yeah, yeah. They were just like hucking like absolute anything flips off and like landing on their sides. And oh, like nice. Just like that that type of energy. Yeah, good on them. And then uh, Damien, my brother-in-law, rolled down and started hucking those uh, those video clips where the people do the um, the belly flops off of heights. He was doing those? He was doing those. Apparently, Whoa. there's a technique. <laughs> so he was just hucking like straight belly flops to like then you pike like right at the end and uh so yeah so then these boys uh i was like they were just watching i was like we're having all the fun so i was like i was like pop over here i was like you can come do it only if you huck flips yeah so like the 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 oldest like started hucking a flip and then the one guy was like too scared so he stayed in the boat and this other guy came up and he was like i don't want to flip and i was like you know what it's okay young child said, at this moment in time, you're so young, you don't even know the power of knowing how to flip. You know, hmm. girls have cooties to you still. Yeah. You know, one of, one of these oh, days- a little guy. You're going to want- No, he was like 13 or 12. They they all had TikTok haircuts. It's insane how like- Like the, the bags you, of the face? Like like big, but like kind of like messy hair over the face. Oh, yeah. Um, But uh, I, was like, I was like, you know, one day you're going to want to do a flip. And when you're ready- just paddle boat on over here. <laughs> we'll get it going. Yo, do those those haircuts? Is it just me or anytime you see them, it it kind of like like you just you want to go move remove it from their foreheads. You want to go like brush it like out of their face. That would be assault, and not, you keep talking about assaulting young <laughs> children, and I would highly suggest you curb that behavior right now. Yo, so. Do you also want to go like brush <laughs> yeah. hair out of out of TikTokers boys' faces no, because when you see it? Like, am, am I am I am I aging myself right now? Am I sounding old because yeah, I don't get it? One hundred percent. But it's just it's it. I don't know. I've I've seen it a couple times now, and I just kind of want to go no, over, just go over there and just kind of. It's a new wave, and it actually brings me to the next thing I wrote down. Okay, is that um, I was uh. You know, I, I thought this is, we're at the halfway point of the summer mm-hmm. and, you know, like other than my, my 
brief moments this summer of enlightenment where I've felt like really motivated and and like you know the few big projects we pulled off this summer. Yeah, it's been a a summer filled with you know relaxing and kind of just passing the time until things get back to normal. Um, so I I was like this weekend was uh, the halfway point of the summer and I'm like. You know, I had all these uh, plans. So if I still want to do them during the summer, like they got to happen the next two months. What were these plans? You know, get you know, the, the, get my little convertible back on the road. It, it was broken. Yeah. Fix up the motorbikes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to uh, obviously get jacked. Um, make those new, finish those new songs, and just like do a bunch of content because we have all this time. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, like like now's the time to remotivate. So I uh, again f- cruising TikTok, saw some random dude, and he's like, ah, oh, if you're feeling lost, I recommend this book, and it was like it was called uh, the Way of the Superior Man. And I was like, I'm a man, okay. I, you know, I'm better than everybody. Yep, I got to know the way. Check, check, check. check. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I just like. I went on Amazon. I was just like, I was just going to look at it, see if it had good ratings. Yeah. And uh, I saw it was free, the audiobook, if you sign up for the the uh, Audible free trial. I guess Amazon owns Audible or something. Free is good. So I was like, I could fuck with I I know people muck podcasts all the time, but uh, I think it'd be nice to change mix in an audiobook. Yeah. Because I've been doing my, much My reading. cousin listens to audiobooks all the time. I, I find, I find by it. like... Anyway, I wanted to try it. Yeah. Uh, because I find that if I'm listening to something, I can get distracted really easily and it doesn't matter if you're listening to a podcast. Yeah. But if you're trying to learn from a book, yeah. You know, if you miss a few words, especially like self-help and stuff like that. Um, but this book, it was actually more about it was like a it was like a it's a bit of like a spiritual like yogi book. It's like Did you listen to the whole thing? No, I'm like 10 chapters in. I'm like an hour, like maybe one fifth of the way in. And are you enjoying it so far? It, okay, so it's like, like let me pull up the title because this I thought it was just a self help book, um, but it's actually like a bit more like spiritual. Yeah, uh, and it was talking about masculinity and fem- femininity. Um, okay, so let me pull up the title here. Okay, the way, yeah, the way of the superior man. Uh, oh no, that's not the, yes, uh, revolutionary tools and essential exercises for mastering the challenges of women, work, and sexual desire. Kind of sounds like a pickup artist. Yeah, dude, that's my immediate thought. I was like, ah, I was like, I don't want to learn about women or sex. I know. I know all already. I, I (laughs) I know where every spot is. Yeah. Um, and, uh. I was like, I just want to learn about success and like how to be, you know, this superior man. But this book was—it's more explaining how they're actually all intertwined, and I kind of, I kind of believe that. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think people get—I think it is all intertwined. Um, but right off the rip, it started talking about a few things that I—I I found like to be pretty like present. Uh, the first one was just a casual observation. It was talking about like masculinity and femininity and how like guy, it doesn't matter guy or girl or gay or straight or whatever, but this book, the philosophy of the writer believes that no matter the gender, the sex of the relationship, there always is a masculine and a feminine a top and a bottom if you're gay, a butch, and a, I don't know what the non-butch lesbians are called. <laughs> Femme, or I don't know. There's yeah. always, like, that's why there's all these distinctions even within, like, gay relationships because in order for, the, like, sexual chemistry, or, like, they, they use a lot of yogi words, or, like, in order for your sexual essence to flow between two people, there has to be two yeah. poles, like a battery, or like. Do they say the like word "hearth" at all? Hearth was not mentioned yet, and I'm waiting for it. It's a perfect word for everything. <laughs> but continue. So they were talking about how, how the reason why. So it, it, traditionally, men, and and it's not again, masculine and feminine, are just 
defining qualities. So men typically had the masculine qualities of, you know, machoism, taking care, being the one to take on problems and decisions and the bread. You know what I mean? These typical qualities. Sure, yeah. The dominance, you know, like like stuff like that. And women took on uh, submissive, uh, complex, like emotional thinking, caregiving, like all these like feminine qualities. And as as general equality progressed, women started taking on more masculine qualities and men started taking on more feminine qualities like caring and emotions and talking about their feelings and expressing. Men used to be so rigid, but now men will dance and sing and uh, like he said, the hippie movement, like you saw really like effeminate men like dancing and, and growing their hair long and breaking free from those traditional masculine things. And you saw women getting jobs and, and he said like that progressed into like with obviously like a cycle, but it's progressed into now where, you know, women are pretty much like, like equality is a, a, a wage gap or whatever, all this shit aside, like, like equality is pretty much the point where women are working, women are earning for themselves there's still like traditional girls that want to be taken care of and guys that are macho, whatever. But there's like all this kind of like ambiguous uh, middle ground. And that's where you're seeing like these TikTok boys. This is my, this is my opinion from like the book, but that's where you're seeing these like TikTok boys that are like, we're like, this is so like feminine what they're doing. Like they're, they're like all about (laughs) like, you know how like girls do like, faces to look pretty and like i don't know like they kind of have like they're just like good looking and they they just like on social media will just do like a face or like they know how to like look good and like these young boys like there's some guys that are just famous on instagram that are younger that just do like hot guy faces like bite their lip and like it's like it's super feminine yeah they're all like stick figures that all of them would get knocked out immediately in like one sporting match of anything. And um, I was just like noticing how girls on TikTok, remember I've been commenting on how overtly like sexual and horny they are talking about like masturbating or like fucking dudes. And I'm like, this is so weird. I think it's a perfect example of what this book was talking about is that women are like doing what guys used to do. Like guys used to talk about jacking off like openly or like having sex openly without any issues yeah and like the girls are the ones just like looking cute and being pursued and like being private on tiktok all the guys are like the ones that are being like whoa like chill on all that like let's just be like cute <laughs> interesting yeah and like the girls are like i'm horny i want to fuck these tiktok boys like, yeah it, it's uh but he was anyway that was just like just a weird observation uh, i thought was cool he, and he talked about how uh people it doesn't matter which you are you just have to kind of know your preference some it's rare that people are like right on the middle yeah and like can feel comfortable being like dominated sexually as well as like dominant yeah um but most people prefer one or the other and they find a partner that prefers the other like gay straight whatever so yeah i wonder i wonder and he's like, if you don't find it, like there can be a lot of like dissatisfaction and attraction can fade. And it's more of just like, these were these like fleeting, like sexual encounters kind of come in. But um, I wonder how, like how household dynamics will change. Like if, if this kind of trend of like trait equalization continues. But I just thought, I was listening to it and I just thought like, if anything I've heard so far, it's a, it's a, it's a decent description of why we're so perplexed by these like young kids that are so like into just being like cute, <laughs> cute yeah. guys. Okay. Interesting. Whereas like we were like losing teeth and like, yeah. Interesting. Like, jumping off take on heights and like doing stupid, like guy more kiddish shit, like playing with Tonka trucks. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, um, I, th- I think for a long time it's been more widely accepted for women to uh you know to to take on these more masculine traits whether it's like you know like like women like like a just easy example uh women can wear 
boys clothing and get away with it and it's like oh this is cool like like you know guys are not like like you can't like guys can't go back and like wear women clothing and like it it be as easily accepted as like like progressive or like like clothes in silence and stuff but like but just for the longest time like it was or like you know there's like there's like tomboys uh you know it's it's cool like that there's like these girls like growing up that like go through these phases where like they're into sports and they're they're more friends with all these guys and stuff but like uh like guys wouldn't like it wasn't as accepted for guys to be you know doing all like the like girly right. stuff you know you know what uh, i mean for sure so and i think it's it's kind of it's progressing it's kind of like now progressing be, and like intersecting it's more. intersecting for sure because the guys i'm seeing the fashion now is really feminine it's like earrings permed hair like dyed hair Na- like, like you know, i got nail polish on i'm i but i do gay threesomes it's not quite um you know <laughs> i'm just joking about that i hope, <laughs> hope none of my family is like he does gay threesomes now like <laughs> yeah look at that cowboy um, hat um, um, but yeah, like that's what I mean. Like I walk, dude, I've walked around. I painted my nail nails for the video just for fun. Cause like we're rock stars. We can do whatever we want. And, uh, I've walked around cause I don't have nail polish remover for over a week now. Yeah. And I haven't even thought once about how I have nail polish on. I like it. A lot but, like, of people, I haven't, a lot thought, of people, like, I haven't yeah. thought someone would judge me. Yeah. Go yeah. to the store. Intru- I, feel I mean, like, I feel like I, I even went like to in, like in Halliburton. Dude, Based I was in on, Halliburton. Like, the reactions we got, yeah. I was like, I, I was just walking like around. Get a little more attention, but um, um, yeah, but the, yeah, I just thought it, I thought it was cool. So I just I was like, it's just something interesting I heard in this book. Um, but the other thing it was talking about, it's also so weird, dude. The book was just like, it's a really like, it's a really sexual book too. Yeah, and it's like talking about, you know, you can't just have sex, you know, with, with your woman, you know, if you're the, ma- if you're the masculine one, you, cause it's, it, the book is like, listen, if you're, if you're the feminine one, this book isn't for you. Not, not if you're a woman or if you're a man, but like if you're a woman with masculine traits or if you're the gay with the masculine traits or the straight guy with masculine traits, like this book is tailored towards that. And it says you can tell, it gave some like ways of telling if that's more you. And it's like, you know, if you're, if you're the one that, most likely or like most enjoys being like dominant sexually or in control. Yeah. Um, but also like in life, if you find yourself more driven by your goal and your purpose, and that is like the more encompassing, like decider of your, your success or like how you view your, your legacy it's more likely the masculine versus the feminine, which is you might define yourself by your relationships, which is like your husband, your kids, and like how how, how strong of like a, like that kind of world you build. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other ones, <clears throat> but so so I was like, okay, like I think I'm, I think I'm generally pretty masculine. Like I definitely can toe the line. Like I'm comfort, I'm comfortable with this was sexuality enough to to do feminine things but mm-hmm. definitely masculine like i like yeah. bikes and tools and cars and hockey yeah i don't know. I, I i think i'd fall sort of I'd put myself in the same category as you yeah, yeah like i'm just i'm comfortable enough to like you know but i don't prefer it like i don't like I, I don't prefer the feminine like i can do it it's fun to flirt with it you know it's fun yeah. to like do it's, it's it's fun to do those things and and be confident enough to know that you know like you're j- just because you do it people may be judging you but that also doesn't mean that you are that person or that like you know really embody those yeah. kinds of and traits like some of them are just style too and style is changing um and and also we- i i do i do think of myself as like the reason why i've had so much trouble with relationships is because i'm like obsessed with the idea of my purpose and like my life and like i just i've always figured like once i'm just like i how can i figure anything else out one until i figured that out you know what i mean yeah so for sure th- that did kind of ring true um so yeah i just i just listened to it i don't know if it's any good yet i won't give a reco but 
Uh, it, it was maybe next week you can uh, chat a little bit more. Well, it was saying the one thing I wanted that that was a long walk. That was a long fucking walk to it, but it said something I really liked uh, about finding your purpose, which okay. a lot of books. I find a lot of books are so silly. They they are like one person that maybe has an opinion on success, and I think they're they're right about. I think if people were a lot like them, maybe. It would work exactly, but if you're not exactly like them, you you have to take bits and pieces, and, and kind of uh, fit it to your life. But this person said something I liked about finding your purpose, and he was like talking. He's like, basically, the only way to know your purpose is to uh, do a bunch of. He said your 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 purpose is at your core. Like your like your your natural gift, the thing you're meant to do on this earth, the thing that ever everyone has something inside of them that if they if they actually found out what it was, they would be at their peak as a person on this planet in terms of providing creativity or productivity or some sort of impact on the world mm-hmm. at their core, whether it's the best mother or the best songwriter or it's something there's something that that person is is made to do, yeah. With their skill sets and, and their everything. So he said there's like a, a, a like a concentric circle of, of wrapping uh, purposes around that center purpose. And the only way you can get to the center, like kind of like a gobstopper or like a, a candy is by like, or an onion is like unraveling it. And the only way to unravel it is to do each purpose along the way to completion. Mm-hmm. And it... So at first I was like, okay, well then how do you know when it's complete? And how do you know when, and then he started going into all that and I was like, okay, I'll wait. Um, But he was like, basically the purposes you have early in life are the ones that are on the furthest out of the circle are the ones that are given to you. They're basically the ones that are laid out when you don't really have a choice and you're still developing, mostly come from parents or society, like to do well in school, you know, to get, graduate high school to get a degree to win that sports championship to to get that summer job somewhere you're not really usually most people unless you're like those exceptionally driven people you're not really like you're only really choosing between the options your parents lay out or like some simple ones that are available to you and it's usually very easy to see that these aren't your deeper purpose like oh i want to be a lifeguard for a summer but i don't want to be a lifeguard forever yeah. Uh, and so you go and you see that purpose through and you're like, that was fun, but you know, off to university now to be a pilot. Uh, you know what I mean? And then I saw, you know, that purpose through and I realized, all right, I don't actually want to be a pilot, but I only learned that by, you know, doing that purpose through fully. Yeah, yeah. And then I started doing entrepreneurship and I started a business and almost like uh, we ran the business and we're still running Wrist and Rye. But early days, I was loving it. I was really motivated by it. I was like, all, all I, I was like, so pumped to be an entrepreneur. I thought this was so special. I was learning so much. I was working with friends, and then you know, into year two, we're getting grant money. Things are happening. I'm still motivated. Now we're starting to see some issues. Partners are are leaving because they're graduating. I'm working with a guy. You you remember all that stuff? And then you know, I worked for it a year after that, where I just was like. I was like, I'm not, I just like almost spontaneously fell out of love with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't my passion, jewelry. Like I might like entrepreneurship and, you know, I like doing a good job at whatever I do, but I was more just passionate about working on a fun idea with friends and like growing something. It wasn't necessarily jewelry. Yeah. So now that I'm alone running this jewelry company, I just was like, kind of like, I think I'm done. But then I felt so bad because we'd grown a great business with a great product that has value. And if I just stuck with it, um, I know I could make it into something, but I just, do I want to be Mr. Jewelry? Like I don't even, so literally verbatim in this book, mm-hmm. it talked about that's how you, it's like if you want to know when you've seen a purpose through, they're like, for example, what if you start a business and you're running it and you know, you know, however long you've been running it and, and you find yourself really motivated by it at one point and then all of a sudden spontaneous. It's like saying exactly what I just said verbatim. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds familiar. And then, yeah. and they're like, um, and 
you know, you'd say stuff to yourself like, I know I could make it big if I just put more time into it, but it just, and I'm like, I say those things and it just nailed, it just nailed it perfectly. And it was like, you know, when you get there, yeah, A, you may be leaving prematurely or B, it's the, it's the end of that purpose. Yeah. Uh, so the only way to tell if you're leaving prematurely is to, uh, you know, ask your business partners, ask your friends or ask your family and like yeah. really dive into whether or not it's your passion because you've reached a head road where you can make that decision. Yeah. And um, usually, you know, you, you like with Wrist and Rye, it was very easy. A, f- a few inner chats, a few chats with family and friends, which is exactly what I did. And they're like, it's not your, th- maybe just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like keep it alive, which I do. And they're like, the book was saying like, don't just let things fail or leave people high and dry. But, you know, don't be afraid to tie a bow on it. Sell it or shut it down or or transition or or whatever. Leave your job, and then it said step two to moving on to the next purpose. If you don't already know what it is, luckily we did. Our next purpose is music, clearly. Yeah, and we want to see that through fully and completely. Like we want to, we want to take that to the max. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, is it our core purpose? Maybe. We don't know yet. I'd, I want it to be. We obviously want it to be, but you you never really know, right? Like, what if we're what if we're down the line when we have a few hits, and we're about to go on tour, and like tours grinding us down, and like we have an opportunity to I don't this is like a hypothetical, you know what I mean? Say we have an opportunity to like like cash out or something uh, something, and like mm-hmm. who knows? And yeah. like we're like oh like we could make more money running a record label. Or doing this like, like related like media business or something. Who knows? And then we start doing a bit of both, and then we move on to the next purpose. But the only way we'll ever know that yeah. is if we dive a hundred percent into one thing, one th- or like our. It didn't say one thing. It was just like it, it, just it, see it through. Like the podcast would still be under this purpose. Like uh, mm-hmm. we're we're creating content. We're yeah. entertainers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Making videos, pictures, podcasts, music. Like we're we're trying to become entertainers. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. Um if if and it was saying if you don't know your purpose and you're feeling lost, whether you're still working at what you're doing, but you've you've kind of felt it's reached its end, um that you really just have to cut everything off. Like if you gotta Leave that job, or if you're the type of person that needs the money, you got to work on that job. But you have to. It said the only way you'll ever figure out what's next is if you cut the distractions for a period of time. Yeah, they're like no movies, no podcasts, no drinking with friends, no like distractions. Yeah, maybe not no, but like, you know what I mean? Like you can't just sit there purposeless and fill your time like I was doing. Luckily, I feel like I have a purpose now, but like with video games or like uh, just passing the time, hanging out with your girlfriend or your friends or your family or just distracting your brain. It's like the, it said the only way you'll figure out the next purpose for you is like silence in your brain. Sure. And I agree with that. Remember I said that a few episodes back? Yeah. The only thing that ever fixes me out of slumps or whatever is cutting the distractions and actually thinking. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I just was like, when I, when I see a principle like set in a different way, it kind of, uh, strikes a chord with me. Um, because I, I, I believe that a hundred percent. And I think that's a, a good thing to get out there. If a lot of people listening, uh, probably don't do this. And I'm not talking about like an hour alone. I'm talking about like, a few days like whatever like you know what i mean like can you can you can you spend some time whether it's in the car with the radio off like hours you know gym or literally just like sitting at home thinking can you is there a place you can go where there's no like friends or family like like if your like house is empty or like your cottage or like literally just go for a drive and just think something will come to you it always comes to me like maybe an idea to try. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I use it for thinking of ideas to do for my current purpose, but it definitely could help you think of like next steps. Cause you, you it's not like you're going to sit there and think like, Oh, my purpose is to be a musician. You're going to sit there and think like, you know what? I don't like my job. And I always talk about like just doing something with photography. I always talk about that. So you will think of a step. That's all it said. You won't think of your purpose, but you will think of the the right step to take, which will take you one step closer. And it might be going out and picking up a camera. You know what I mean? And it might be taking photos at your family event. You're like, that's what I'll do. That's my. Let me see if I, let me start taking photos at friends' events, family's mm-hmm. events, and you know if it's going well, um, you know take it from there. And they said that's how you unra- un- unravel this onion <laughs> because if you're taking photos yeah. and people are responding to it, the universe will reward the path which you should follow. It, the, 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 like it's not like some big spiritual God is going to sit there and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if, if you are getting closer to your purpose, like with music or the podcast, people come up to us and say, we want more or we like it. So we continue. Yeah. So same with, oh, you're taking pictures at your, family event and your family goes these pictures are great or your friends are like yo these are dope or like you're getting some maybe some likes on Instagram or whatever and you go okay maybe I can do more of this and maybe I'll start uh, putting a freelance post on a like a like Upwork or Fiverr or, like you know what I'm saying like, like or like maybe I'll look and see if there's a freelance job available you will uh, it's like a different way of talking about the shit we talk about with like being a doer yeah and like just uh, adding the step of thinking, taking some time without distraction, um, and yeah, I I just thought it was cool. And again, I I took it with a grain of salt because I also get a lot of inspiration from listening to things, and so you know, complete silence really helps. But total isolation, like I don't think you can. I think you need some sort of inputs, whether it's listening to people you look up to or an audiobook or a podcast or fucking yeah for sure see things in a different perspective yeah so it's cool you know i just i just started it and those are the two things like right off the bat and i was like i kind of also dig the idea of just like being like like it, it wants you it's trying to like convince you to also be like an unforgiving kind of like unapologetic fearless person you know like yeah and just and then they're like they're just like they're talking like this in the book, like you just got to fuck life. Like you fuck your woman and you fuck your career. You got to fuck everything good and long. And like, it's like, I I find it's, it's like, it's hard to, it's like, how do you really quantify what that is? You know, it's like being like, like, you know, like living life to the fullest, not even fullest or or just like, like, you know, fucking like, like fearless (laughs) or, but like, you know, that, that kind of like, uh, you know, like unforgiving. Well, it has, of, it has like, like how like, to as well. Like, like sort of lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I guess there's part how to's in it, but like just thinking about that on a day to day basis, it's like, you really have to break that down in your head. It's like, that's okay, what it says. It's, it's like, how am I going to like, like what qualities like do I want to embody that really embrace that kind of lifestyle as well? Well, like that's like, that's the, that's the point of these books. Yeah. Everyone knows the general idea of like, oh, live out, live outside of your comfort zone, like push yeah. the limits. Like, um, you try to read a book to learn how to do it, and this book's methodology is, at least at the beginning, to, because it, it's saying the same thing. It's like, you will only ever improve yourself or get better or or progress in any of these purposes by uh, living. Uh, close to and just beyond the edge of your comfort and the edge of uh, stuff like that. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like we, I am very much in my comfort zone a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, so how do you do it? And it was, it was saying how your fears are, and I'm paraphrasing all this. Uh, it was saying how your fears are actually a lot more like noticeable than, like, I could probably, if we sat down in a room with you and Kevin, I could probably 
just as your friend talk about some things that I think you like you know we could we could your fears are a lot more present just in the in the things you talk about that you don't want to do or I don't know like you know whether it's approaching someone at a bar like I talk about that I'm like oh I'm afraid yeah or whether it's like reaching out to some big contact or like doing a sales call or like your your fears are very clear so uh the book talked about uh having strong groups of uh, if you're a guy, strong groups of guy friends or strong groups of friends with the masculine qualities, what it said. Yeah. That, because um, it, it said that the masculine quality is better for, for what you need in friendships because men will give it to you straight or masculine, the masculine qualities to give it to you straight and not try to like coddle you. And like it said to build a, you know, like you and you and Kevin and when we used to do the calls with Ben, like we'll give each other the honest feedback. And it said to use that crew as the sounding board for your fears and stuff. And when you kind of identify, like if you're like, oh, I don't want to do it. Then you chat with that person. They go, okay, why don't you want to do it? You know, are you ready? Why don't you think you're ready? And if the only reason you don't want to do it is because you're scared, then do it. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like layout. It's like, that's how you find your edge is only by, like discussing things that you, cause if you're honest with yourself, you can tell when you're living in your comfort zone, you can tell when you're not doing something you could or should be doing. Sure. Or if you're not quite that self-aware with a little bit of prompting, you can probably get it out of a discussion with a few close friends or your business partner or, yeah. Um, so it was talking about how you identify your fears through these like close social groups and then you hold each other accountable to face them. Yeah. So it, it gives steps. Okay. Whether I apply them or not, see you next Tuesday. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. uh, it does give steps. Everyone says all the, the general principles. Everyone knows that. But like what percentage of people would you say are living their truths? Are actually like applying these steps or like think, let's, I, don't, I just, I find... In order to make these changes, like it's like you need ayahuasca, you uh, (laughs) that, and you need to be making a conscious effort, a conscious and disciplined effort for like, you know, however, however long it takes for you to build this into like part of who you are as a person and like like habitually. Do you agree with that that statement though? What sorry? What statement that you just made? Do you agree that the only way to make those types of changes are by conscious and disciplined effort? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you think there is a way to achieve success without without uh, working on those traits? Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So if like, is there another way to become successful other than pushing your comfort zone and trying to progress down a, a path, uh, you know, where you, you are continually finding your boundary? And yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, it's like, where, where do you draw the line that like you're, or what, like, when do you get to a point when you're just content with who you are? Like, I, I just, I think it's healthy to be, constantly trying to improve who you are like or what you're doing or you know be focused on something that you're working on but not quite i'm not even talking about self-improvement because i think you can be happy while progressing so i'm not saying you're going to be discontent like i think some people are happy while they're progressing they like getting better at things they like getting like uh more successful and and honing their crafts and like that's an enjoyable process. So it's not it's not a happiness thing. It's a, a question of you want to achieve a level of success, right? Like Yeah. You want to you want to 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 fucking achieve your goals. Yeah. Do you think there's a way of achieving your goals without the self discipline we talk about all the time? Like, is there a way to achieve your goals without holding yourself accountable to every fine detail of, uh, you know, planning, pushing your comfort zone, 
creating and, and, you know, repeat and reaching out to people and networking and repeat and, and being really disciplined with your time. Is time mm, is valuable. No. I don't think there's an other way either. No. And if the only way to build that habit is to practice self-discipline and consciously work on it, I don't think there, I, I think in, aside from an external experience that forces you to live that way. Yeah. The only way you can do it is with, with concerted effort. Um, so the choice really is whether or not you want to be disciplined. It doesn't mean you can't have fun. Discipline doesn't mean no fun. It just means you don't waste. There's no waste. You're efficient. Um, so the choice really is, do you, are you content? Are you more content with time passing by with the things you enjoy, you know, that don't necessarily aren't your purpose or don't, or aren't going to pay the bills and you, you, you'd be content, you know, just experiencing those, you know, working your job doesn't bring you down. Uh, you're happy with what the job provides you and you're content in your hobbies and your, and your partners and the relationships and those experiences, or do you have a desire to um, achieve uh, or find your like kind of core product, your, 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 your core productive output. So like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like you want to be a, um, it's, it's, I'm having a hard time explaining it. Like, do you want your work to provide the life or do you want your life to be, the work and like have that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, I think it's, it it comes down to what certain people want. It's like, it's hard to do. It's, and I, well, fuck if it was easy, everyone would be Elon. (laughs) (laughs) They're freaks in nature. Yeah. Uh, And that's why being, that's why becoming like successful is hard (laughs) or else like everyone that's like, yo, did you hear, your Tommy's going to become successful? And you'd be like, no way. He's putting in the work. It'd be the same as being like, your Tommy's going to be a lawyer. No way. He's going to school. He's going to be a lawyer. It's like, like it, it, it'd be like, it would just be like that. Oh, he's going to be successful. Okay. He's going to do step one, two, three. That's great. He's going to be successful. It's like, and I think self-discipline benefits both people, by the way, but I'm saying for sure, if your purpose you're working on is, uh, is ambiguous, and yeah. and lofty you're gonna need to especially if it's entrepreneurial you're gonna need to uh like you just need to or else just uh, already submit to the fact that unless you get struck by some luck of lightning it's not gonna happen like you need self-discipline you need these routines you need to pay attention to those things and or or else it, just it won't change your life won't change unless someone blesses you with that change um yeah so cool book neat is there anything else uh anything else uh mm. no I, I i have nothing on my list all my notes are from that book because i spent all of yesterday listening to it <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I got nothing other than Trump might ban TikTok. Did you see that? Yeah, but fuck it. Yeah, wait. Is it is um? Why doesn't why if t- instead of getting banned? Yeah. Why doesn't an American company purchase? That's that's what they're trying to do, essentially. Who is, Trump uh, is? Uh. Well, I I don't I don't know if I think he's sort of connected. I think he's trying to pressure the the chinese company to sell the us rights to uh, to microsoft otherwise he's going to ban it can he do that's like that's so fucked but yeah yeah no so, I, i'd be like, down dude the, the chinese aren't is, is the taking goat, too kindly he? to it but oh that's a shocker yeah right so i uh, i don't know see what happens um yeah i mean whatever like it's i have i've no skin in the tiktok game in fact <laughs> yeah, do I can like he ban that. video games while he's at it dude i won Ask me if I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> I I I I spent oh, I'm I'm just like, yeah, ban video games while you're at it. Don't don't make me practice self-discipline. 
<laughs> um, because I'm having so so much fun. Uh, no, music video uh, should be coming out in the next three-ish, four weeks. Um, we are uh, still working on the old premiere. We got we got a few people reaching out, though. We have a, a couple ideas in the mix. And uh, we haven't seen a cut yet, though. Yeah, but, well, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure this week. But, dude, I saw the through. list of all the blogs and the write-ups. Like, uh, it's been good. Got a lot of press, but press doesn't necessarily lead to streams. No, it doesn't equate to streams. So this was a bit of an experiment. Like we paid for PR, like a press company, and we got a lot of press, and we got we actually got some decent, decent size like blogs and magazines, like with a lot of reach, um, writing good reviews. So like I guess that's good to have in your like we'll save all those and like I guess show like people of in the business that, that are interested in us, but. I want them fucking streams, man. It's like, how do you, yeah, it's, how do you get the streams? You Stream, streams are really important. It's like, you know, if this was like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, um, blogs would have been hype because they, I mean, there was a lot of them, but they weren't a dime a dozen like they are these days. And it's like, you know, Billy next door in his basement can run a music blog where he does little reviews of indie rock bands, local indie rock bands, and he'll toot your horn. Toot, and, and toot your horn. And, and share it and write a little article for you. But, you know, streams streams is where it's at. So. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. I think when the, when the music video comes out, I'm going to uh, set up some ads. Just to get, the, I want, I want some numbers. We're, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna move to phase two. Phase two of uh, the marketing, which is a music video of the marketing, but also you know still ripping. It's you know because it's still the song is still like two, two weeks old. It's only two weeks old, but two and a half yeah, weeks old, and I'm it's gonna got a, like it's got a few thousand plays across I'm, the board. I'm gonna dive into some other avenues, uh, but really. to, the uh, the thing is, is it does well wherever it gets put. So yeah. it gets put into our friends' ears because we send it out on our social media and then it does well. And they play it, they reach out, we get all that good feedback. And then it's it goes to blogs and they write about it and it goes well there. And they go, we like it. And the, pe- and the, the playlist they put it on, it gets a few hundred pl- plays on each of these playlists, which is all you can ask for from these small playlists is a few hundred plays. Um, and if Spotify could put us in their algorithm it would do well there too but it was just how do you get into that algorithm yeah. you know what i mean you need to know someone you need to know someone yeah i think you need to know someone we need to push our comfort zone and reach out and network but and i've yeah. s a few d's yeah i just I, I feel like the uh the uh Spotify editorial, whoever runs the playlist at Spotify, they must get a lot. Their D's asked a lot. Yeah, but also I feel like they're probably the type of people that just have had enough of like being ambushed and bombarded by. They're probably you know, witness small, protection. Small time musicians, so they keep their identities very yeah. sealed, and um, I don't know. I, I I feel like they'd be hard people to get to. Maybe we should like hire a PI or something. Ooh, PR, PI? Mm-hmm. PR, PI, DI, DIY. For the DIYs, you need a PI for some. I said TI. TI, what's TI? Like the rapper. <laughs> the rapper, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he's multi talented. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll keep you posted. Entering phase two, write some more music. Um, and we're just going to start uh, now that we have. Uh, now that now we have some official sounding stuff out there, the, I think I'm gonna start. Uh, you know, a couple uh, business meetings. You know, close doors. Mm-hmm. You couple know, board meetings. Couple board meetings. Couple. And uh, see if we see if we can get. I'll sell out. Talk. I'll fucking sell out, dude. Dude, sell out. You know what? I it's. I don't think it's as frowned upon these days. It's like selling out. It's like like you can't call someone a sellout. I don't think in the music business. Have you anymore seen how much because- a home costs in Toronto? Because everyone's like struggling, Every, everyone knows that you know. F- do whatever you can to yeah. make a couple extra pesos. 
the only thing this book didn't help me figure out is how to make money in the meantime while I'm working mm, on my purpose. Yeah, so, so I still got to keep my side businesses running. Yeah, what did they say about <laughs> yeah, what they making say about money making... while you find your purpose? <laughs> what were their thoughts on that? Did they give you the steps there? I'm not quite there. It mentioned like if you need to work for money, you need to work for money, but that just requires more discipline. <laughs> yeah. So we, Discipline is hard. So like right now, when I'm on CERB, we yeah. were doing like a, enough music stuff. Yeah. And it required almost no discipline. Yeah. Because we didn't have to go out and make that much money because mm-hmm. we were getting checks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you have to work three jobs to pay the bills that we'd had to before, this Papa Trudeau blessed us with cash. Um, it took a lot more discipline. To, to You know what I mean? Like that's why our lives, I felt way more like my life was like a discipline filled life up until COVID. Yeah. Um, because it had to be. That was the only way you could you could do it. But now that I can play video games for 10 hours over the course of two days and still get this podcast out and we still did all the stuff we needed to do for music and like probably will do enough this week. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to not. But also the thing that the gyms are open. Phase oh. three, baby. I think that'll help you get your feet back on the ground. Yeah. But um, let's wrap this up. Wrap it up. You lock it up. Uh, another episode of Too Many Jams. Hope that motivated you. Sometimes we go serious. And uh, also don't get discouraged if it didn't motivate you because we're you're not like, not everyone's the same. So enjoy your week and we'll see you next Tuesday. Just do it. Do it. Just do it.